Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to the Eagles Nest 365. You with us? You with us? You ready to ride out there? Let's go. I mean? Yeah. There's only real Eagles fans around here. The Nest. You ready? You ready? Uh-huh. Let's get it. Yeah. All my diehards, are you with me? by the name of Rock Fadon. He's a member of our uh, group Eagles Nest 365. It's Facebook groups, Twitter group, everything Eagles. 5,000 members strong, and that is Rock's original song, Going to Distance, which was big last year during the Super Bowl run and uh, this year during our March to 500. 8-8. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to the second ever episode of The Yo Show. You. <laughs> but in Philly, we say, you. You. <laughs> you. Jeff, 
the shark Perini with you. And as always, a little bit of surprise. She uh, was uh, going to take the night off. Yeah. But she came back. (laughs) (laughs) She's like got her hair up and she's like laying down, eating potato chips and watching soap operas. I drug her out of bed and here she is. Joel Tatey, mind you. Hey. Hey, yo. Joel Tatey, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? We're doing fantastic. And tonight, I had to get Jewel on here because tonight is a show right up her alley. It's her field of expertise. <laughs> she shakes her head at me. We know that Jewel <laughs> is a minimal sport enthusiast, so she'll try to give us any input that she can. But tonight, we are doing a National Hockey League 2018-19 season preview. Season starts Wednesday, Jewel. I know you're jacked. I know you got your hockey gear ready. Oh, yeah. Well, it, you know, Gritty's here this year, so everybody's excited for Gritty, right? My God. I want a Gritty stuffed animal now. I really do. Everybody, you know, if they could find a way, if somebody, I shouldn't say this out loud because I should try to do it, but if somebody could create a Gritty Halloween costume, forget it. Oh, forget my it. God. Oh, my God. Right now, forget awesome. it. You? The money that people you gotta do make. it. You gotta I do, do it. right? I can hmm. just, like, not shave for a couple more days and then <laughs> paint my hair orange. <laughs> I feel like a ginger oh. has to be gritty. <laughs> yeah, gritty is very ginger. It fits the flyers. It's Jeru <laughs> and Borachek and all their gingers. Um, that's tonight, and we got a very special guest for tonight's show. This guy. I've known this guy a long time. And when it comes to hockey, this guy is the cat's meow. He is hockey. He's got vintage jerseys. He can tell you about stuff that happened back in 1978, like it was yesterday. He's from the Burlington County Times. He's a reporter there. He also runs the Broadcast Bullies web show that covers pretty much our Philadelphia Flyers. His name is Mark Zamaro. Great guy, nice guy, fun guy, and he's going to talk hockey. He's excited. He keeps texting me all day how excited he is to talk hockey. Him and are going to hit it off like crazy because Jewel is amped. For some hockey. Jewel, real quick, um, let's test you out. Who won the Stanley Cup last year, Jewel? Um, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, just wait. Um, the Penguins. Oh, no, sorry, close. It was the uh, Washington Capitals, but. Ah, uh, right. You know, she knows teams have played it. That's all we ask. Um, Never, I do watch. It's not like I don't love my Flyers. I love Flyers, you, do. you know. I'm just, you know, don't watch sports all the time. I do love it. <laughs> Just don't watch it all the time. I'd rather right. be playing, people, it, to be honest. I did play some ice people hockey. Watch. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was on nice. the team. I uh, nice. knocked myself out against against the boards. <laughs> I was running full force with my stick out in front of me, and I uh, winded myself. It was at uh, the top of the stick right into my diaphragm. Just knocked out on the ice for like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's fine. And blah, out goes my diaphragm. <laughs> you know why? This is why human beings need to carry... Like a camera on their body, like twenty-four hours a day, right? Post their highlights of their life, because that would be great to just put on the Stoop Radio Network's uh, Facebook page. Oh my God! I just I was watching the show, and it's like all my achievements are never witnessed. It's true. And I feel like that's me. It's true. Some of the best things that I do here never get witnessed. But I mean, that's zero because I don't do anything great here. I just make dumb comments. Jewel shakes her head at me in disgust and. And we move on. Yeah. We need to get our faces on YouTube. 
<laughs> See all the action <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> yes, our faces definitely what you need. Right now, I've got a uh, Flyers T-shirt on. I've got my uh, Winter Classic uh, beaded necklace on, and Flyers uh, pajama pants. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm handy right now. Quite a sight. Quite a sight. Jewel has on this rather interesting piece of negligee. I can't believe she wears that. Too bad. I see why. <laughs> I see why Mike slapped the ring on it. I mean, oh sweet God. Jesus! My gracious! That's I thought dirty, you Jewel. thought my mic cord was a piece of jewelry. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a mic cord. Right. That's, right. that's that's also sexy. Just wear the mic cord. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But again, uh, seriously though, let's thank Jewel because Jewel seriously was taking the night off. She said, "Yeah, it's a lot of sports. I back off for this one." Uh, we had a special guest co-host who's supposed to join us, uh, Molly Dalton. Uh, she's a big uh, Philly sports girl. She does some sports uh, podcasts around the city. Had some kind of last-minute emergency, uh, so no Molly tonight. So if you're a friend of Molly's and you're listening in, thanks, welcome. We'll have her on uh, some other time. You know, bring her back for uh, stick around. But still, listen to the madness that occurs. It is exactly because it gets to be absolutely ridiculous. We're only we're only ten minutes in. It gets absolutely stupid. Trust me, stupid in a good way. So Jewel, as always, is here because she's the best. She's the hostess with the mostest. Sister from another Mister. Tip of the cap to you as well, Mister Farini. Farini. All right, so let's uh, thank. Our guest from last Monday it was our very first Yo Show, and we had a fantastic guest who called us from the road. Comedian Betsy Cox, hilarious. Jewel, how was it? She is the best. She is my new best friend, and I can't wait till November so we can try to meet her because she was hilarious and we had a great time. That would be me. I would love to meet her. She seems like such a good time. Uh, again, if you want to check out, because she's got new uh, Instagram series and she does uh, features on there, it's Blingin' Betsy, B-L-I-N-G-I-N, Blingin' Betsy, on Instagram and on Twitter. She's hilarious. I never thought I'd say this on the radio or anywhere, but I love Cox. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting mean, like all week to do that. Cox? Yeah. I've been waiting for season. I've been waiting until she was off the show and the episode already aired before I used that joke. So I kept that joke bottled up for two weeks. I mean, seriously, how many actresses and people in Hollywood have the last name Cox? And they're all beautiful. Courtney Cox, Mickey Cox, Betsy Cox. Like, what the hell? If there's something with the Cox. What, what nationality is that? <laughs> Outside of my Cox, I don't find many of them very attractive. So I don't know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but I agree. <laughs> Well, women love my cocks. Um, but agreed. Yeah, I mean, it, it is true. Nikki Cox. And it's funny, there was an article the other day that, um, you know, whatever happened to Nikki Cox. Kind of the way we did when we had Julia Tablack on. You know, whatever happened to Amber. Whatever happened to Nikki Cox? She vanished. Beautiful girl. Loved her. Yeah. Julia Tablack is awesome. She's also my new best friend. And yeah, she's, <laughs> she's just a sweetheart. She's all, we're going to invite her back on because she was great. And the thing I liked so much about that episode was she was on. She had so many like real people, you know, just friends, family that were so amped that listened in. It was a huge uh, show, yeah. tons of listens, and a lot of them were like her friends congratulated her and all that. You know, it was another time. She doesn't act anymore. Um, she's now into health and fitness and chiropractic and all that. 
But it's nice to know that other side of her. And she even said it was fun to go down memory lane, bring back that, that past. A lot of friends of hers who may not have known or weren't really familiar with it, are now familiar with it. Thanks to your good friends at the Yo Show slash the Stoop Radio Network. Ow! ow. Bringing people together. Jewel, Tatey. <laughs> That's what we do. All right, so top five list. Jewel, I'm going to ask you a question real quick. Do you have a top five list? Um... You can, no, you I can don't. Say no. Okay, that's fine. I'm just excited it's October 1st because I rose from the dead today and I feel like Halloween is here finally. Know, right? Oh, Halloween <laughs> is coming. Uh, the big Halloween bash at the Perini House. Halloween. This is Halloween bash 4. It'll be coming up uh, October 27th. <laughs> Empty your calendars, folks. Come see Jeff dressed like Gritty. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff will be dressed as gritty. All 27,000 listeners, make sure you show up at our front doorstep. My wife will love me for it. Yeah. you imagine this probably be like the biggest listened episode ever? Like 300,000 people would come out of nowhere and listen. They'll all be at my door. Good oh, Like Project yeah. X. Did you yeah. see that movie? No. That's awesome. It's a good flick. Project X. It's a good Check film. it out. Sure it is. You got, sometimes you have good taste. Speaking of taste, uh, yeah, Tropic Cannon is on the menu. Also, Fireball. Though, you know, it's kind of a good thing that Molly did not show up tonight because one of the segments, she kept talking about Fireball and shots. I was actually going to challenge her to a shoot-off. She's not here, so we'll put Fireball aside. <laughs> How about that? I mean, I can help you out with Captain. This is Go a new Cap- bottle. That's a new, new bottle? bottle? <laughs> From the one you had last time? Jesus Christ. Folks, last time, Jewel Tatey had a um, 40-gallon drum of Captain Morgan in her house, and she drank half it during the last episode. So tonight, she brings out this new 40-gallon drum, and I'm like, oh, cute. She's almost at the bottom of that one. No, she killed that one and pretty much killed another one that's right down to the bottom. Hey, hey. Wasn't the only one on that bottle. Yeah. Fine. Somebody's got a somebody's got a problem. He says he drinks out of his Stanley Cup glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I saw some interesting IPAs at this restaurant I went to this week. You would have been like drooling over them. They had some cool ones. Where'd you go? It was this place called the Lucky Well in Ambler, and I love the Lucky really Well. Neat. Have you been there? It's the barbecue place, right? Yeah, yeah so their food is awesome. The mac and cheese with the goldfish crumbles. Oh, oh my good God. Lord. I got the pulled pork with the Ooh, yeah. barbecue chip on top. Wow. It was yeah. so good. Good stuff. Ambler PA, if you're from, uh, if you're one of our Philly people, Ambler PA, the lucky well. No, they're not paying us to talk about it. Um, they should. God damn it. Yeah. They're not, but I'm telling you, it is so good. They do have a great beer list. Um, I had the brisket. Last time I was there, mm. phenomenal brisket, um, and they have like a, a smaller portion, so it's priced right. I mean, you get plenty of food on the smaller portion, so it's not bad. Uh, and I got yeah. their mac and cheese, and what they do with the mac and cheese—they crumble goldfish on top, sprinkle on top of the mac and cheese. Phenomenal. I'll get out. I probably oh, won't eat that. I don't like goldfish. What? That's why I buy well, them for thank my daughter. You for joining so us I won't... here tonight on the Yo Show. Um, no, like... no, that's why I buy them for her, so I won't be tempted to eat it. I have to get her snacks that like I won't eat, or I'll eat them all. <laughs> oh, okay, but well, that makes sense. I eat goldfish a lot when I, um, you know, back when I used to, uh, you know, get the munchies. I would eat goldfish, <laughs> and it's oh, the same thing. 
My um, ex-girlfriend at the time had a couple kids, so she would keep tons of goldfish in the house. <laughs> and I was lawnmower through that shit. Like, nah, 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 nah. me and my friend uh, Michelle Lafleur, who's now Michelle Hall. If you're listening out there, Michelle, hello. Remember the good old days? We would eat lots of goldfish. The good old oh, days, God. ladies and gentlemen. Right here on the air. <laughs> hey, I'm not, you know, not out to embarrass anybody. I'm not talking politics and shit. We're talking having a grand I'm old time. for you. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Let me blow through the top five list real quick because I did create this top five. Top five things I should never say on the Yo Show. Number five, the munchies. <laughs> Number two, everything else that comes out of my mouth. Oh, God. Number three, I love cocks. <laughs> number four, can I adopt you? <laughs> and number five, the classic, would you like to come to my basement? <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. God, that was creepy as shit. I told you, like, you know, when we were prepping to come back with the Yo show, I went through the archives, listened to some old episodes, and I listened to that, and I'm like, I creep myself out. <laughs> like, what am I? I'm like, hey, come down. You come down to my basement. And I'm like, oh, my God, who is this guy? Sadly, it was me. I invited oh, um, Hollywood actress Jessica Barth to come down to my basement. <laughs> right. She was flattered, I'm sure. <laughs> My ass will be appearing in court soon. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, that reminds me of this new show that I'm so into. It's called, you know, for for being on Lifetime, like, you think, like, Lifetime, it's super corny. No. This new show, You, I mean, they curse. It's it's very funny. It's got a great storyline. Um, the dude is, is great in it. I think he's from Gossip Girl or something. But it's called You, and it's like a thriller. So if you're looking for something kind of scary, not too scary to watch for Halloween tonight. Uh, check it out because it's really good. So it's, it's called me. It's called Y O U. Oh, you said you. So it's called it me. Of, it kind of reminds me of like a Dexter because the dude's like stalking her, stalking uh, okay. her whole life. But it's funny yeah. you said. Um, it's funny you said Gossip Girl because my wife is actually watching that now. That's her latest binge. Really? It's the black haired dude. He's like the Dexter type. Pen okay. I guess yeah. I know who it is. I basically just walk by the TV when Blake Lively is on, then I stop. And once she's off, I walk away. And then Michelle Trackenberg comes on, so I come back and watch again. And then when she's, she's off, really I leave. <laughs> I am, uh, you know, I talk a lot on the show, and but Michelle Trackenberg, yeah, that, that's where it's at. I try I to get her on the show. I the spy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You remember as like a little kid, and now you see her all like not little kiddish anymore. She's a cutie. We tried a couple times to get her on the show. We never got a response. So if you're listening, Michelle Trachtenberg and her people, the Yo Show is where it's at. All right, I'm going to try this top five thing again. It's now 20 after 8. <laughs> <laughs> never did a top five before or after the guest. Actually, one time, who do we have calling at right at 8 o'clock on the dot? Somebody nailed us right as we started oh, yeah. the show on time. Oh, I can't mm. remember who it was, but they got us right as, we, right as the music ended. They were on, like, uh oh. Was that um, Cherish Lee? You might be right. I'll have to go to the archives. You might be right. Definitely was a woman. No, it's because men are <laughs> never on time for anything. <laughs> so, yeah, man's going to be on time. Yeah. Although, yeah, right. 
Although Mark is is different, we should expect Mark right at eight thirty on the dot, if not a minute or two earlier. He's a he's a different kind of guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top five folks, top five Philadelphia athletes right now, not of all time, but right now, top five guys that I love playing in my town right now. Uh, it's a pretty easy list, pretty easy to predict. We'll start off at number five. It's a tie at number five. It's got to be a tie because these two guys are great and are inseparable for me now. It's Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid from the 76ers. I love these guys. It's a whole new age of Philadelphia basketball. They have put us back on the map. And they're two awesome players. I love them. Embiid and Ben Simmons. That's number five. Number four, a little bit of a shocker here. Ivan Proveroff from the Philadelphia Flyers. Not because they're doing a hockey show. But I love this good young defenseman. He's like the kind of the throwback days of the Paul Coffees and stuff like that. Guys can carry the puck, move the puck around, shoot, but also play some steady defense. Ivan Proveroff, number four. Number three is the captain, Claude Giroux. I don't care what anybody says. I still love Claude Giroux. And last year he had a great season. I know we went belly up in the first round of the playoffs. But I still love Claude. He's our captain. He's my captain. And I like to say Claude in my Horrible Canadian accent. So, Claude Drew, number three. Number two, a guy who deserved better results this year, Aaron Nola of the Phillies, one of the very best pitchers in baseball. A guy I just wish his team was better and did better down the stretch. Another team that flopped, and we're not going to talk about that now. We're not going to give him any more air time until next season because they let us down so bad. But Aaron Nola is number two, and I hope to God that he wins the Cy Young Award. He deserves a great year. Number one, Mr. Carson Wentz. That's almost too easy. He's the face of Philly right now. Jewel, I saw so many schmucks and heard so many schmucks on radio today say, we've got to go back to playing Nick Foles. People. People. What Nick, what Nick Foles did <laughs> will never, ever, ever happen again. He caught lightning in a bottle, got you through the playoffs, and got you to the Super Bowl, which you won. Start around again. Carson Wentz is the man, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And if it wasn't for that leg injury, probably would be the very best guy right now in the NFL. Uh, my number one Philly sports guy. I mean, do you agree? And then, like I said, you don't follow close enough, but you know, would you say Carson's your favorite guy in town? Oh, yes, definitely. And um, I don't know. Do you think he's 99%? Do you think he's 80%? What do you think he is right now? It's hard to say. I would like to say he's at 100%. If he got cleared by doctors, it should mean he's 100%. I listen a lot to, um, when I'm in the car, I listen to WIP Sports. And I, and I really like former Eagle John Ritchie. He's on the uh, 10 to 2 show, played for the Eagles as a fullback. And he said, you know, that injury, you're never, ever the same again. Like, you're mm-hmm. never the way you were. It's always in your head. You always feel some soreness. It's never going to be the same. So, I'd like to say he's as close to 100% as he can be, but he's never going to be perfectly full. And some of the nag today was that he wasn't quite as fast as he used to be. Uh, a linebacker caught up to him on one scramble and such like that. So, you know, all you can do is hope that he plays through and has a long career. Because it's, it's, yeah. You know, you'd hate to see his career go belly up over an unfortunate injury. Like I said, I mean, he looks good to me. He looks like he's... He's got his game legs back. He, you know, he's running decent. Um, I mean, he's super young, so he can, you know, kind of bounce back, have that. Um, it sucks getting hurt, though. Like, I don't know. I hurt my arm playing like high school ball, and 
You know, it is. And you always think about it. And you don't want to, like, overdo it at any time because you feel like it could happen again. You know what I mean? Like, it's always in the back of your mind. So it's tough. Agreed. I absolutely agree. And it's got to be in the back of his mind. And, you know, that was one of the things I was saying. He's young. And he's a very freakish kind of athlete as far as recovery and, and threshold of pain. At least he seems to be. Uh, and everybody compares it to a similar injury that the Houston Texans quarterback had, Deshaun Watson. But Watson only uh, only had one ligament where, you know, went to ACL, MCL. That's where the problem is. And, you know, while it'll heal, some former players will say it'll never quite be the same again. While we're on the subject, the Eagles did um, – end up with a toughie, and it pissed me off. Uh, a really, really tough loss yesterday to the Tennessee Titans in overtime. Jewel, did you catch the game? Did you, did you see this horrendous ending? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was, ugh. Yeah, it was sickening. It was sickening is the worst. And, and the problem is, again, I, you know, I'll carry the stats. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'll carry the stats. Coming into this game... Titans quarterback Marcus Mariota had a total in two games of 200 passing yards. Total. No touchdowns. Yesterday, 344 passing yards, two passing Holy touchdowns shit. and a rushing touchdown. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just going to show you the secondary in this team is in, pro- is in trouble and everybody's ripping on Jalen Mills. I agree. Jalen Mills got to put his ass on the bench. The secondary is getting ripped apart and they looked so bad yesterday. Jewel, three times in overtime, Tennessee went for it on fourth down and got the first down. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, that was, was... Fourth, and, fourth and 15 and it's unheard of. It's pretty bad, man. It's sickening. And you could have all the compliments you want and all the healthy knee you want and everybody was jumping through hoops because Alshon Jeffrey was back and he played a great game. Alshon looked great. But if you can't stop anybody on defense, get a 17-3 lead midway through the third quarter. Look like it was over. Yeah. They let them walk in. It's like letting it's like letting somebody walk in your house and kick your cat. That's what it's like. Yeah. That's what it and felt. There's like. always people like wide open too. I felt like, especially in oh. overtime, like they were just oh, wide open. Not only that, but I mean, if you watch the whole game. They dropped so many passes. They should have destroyed us. Mm-hmm. They dropped a lot of passes. And you know, some people say Super Bowl hangover. I think number one thing of Super Bowl hangover. The two used to being the champs. Number two is there's nobody playing with any fire. They've got no fire. Well, I Carson had that like his first game, and he was like super amped up. I, I feel like he just has to get his rhythm, you know. I got no problem with Carson and what he does. Uh, the play calling is a little suspect. I think Peterson's a little too proud of himself. Um, play calling wasn't great. They abandoned the run. They ran the ball, what, 20 times to 50 passes? That's not getting it, that's not getting it done. So, and everybody says, oh, bring in Levy and Bell. Why? So he doesn't run the ball? <laughs> that makes sense. Go out and get a multi-million dollar running back if you're not going to run the football. Yeah. When Jai was back, how did he do? I heard him, like, he did pretty he, well he in the did, first half. He did okay. He had some nice carries, a couple of nice carries in overtime. Uh, he carried the ball a total of 15 times. That's not enough. This guy's yeah. 
guy is like on the verge of being like a like an all pro type running back. Gets hurt a lot though, but he played to like a back. He's got this bad back injury. He's got like a broken bone in his back, but it says not one that can affect his vertebrae, so he can play. God bless him. I sneezed too hard. I'm off the air for hours. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like a, I have a pinch pinch nerve. nerve back. <laughs> yeah. Get out there, sissy. Ow. <laughs> yeah. That's you. Oh my God, I'm done. Call my boss. I can't go to work today. I don't know how they do it. I, I literally, I was watching um, Real Sports with the college ball. And um, what is, what's the guy, the physical, the conditioning coaches? Do you know conditioning okay. coaches, don't, they don't have to go through their training. They're supposed to have like this 13-hour training. But 30 college players have died in the past 10 years from overexertion. Isn't that, that freaking nuts? That's that makes crazy. me so afraid like I just I am I'm just a huge worrier and um, you know like they're just having kids die and doing nothing about it I couldn't believe it but um, yeah I don't know like my nephew used to play or last year he was on the Chamonix football team this kid used to come home and like throw up every day I'm like um I don't know if this is normal (laughs) oh my god really he used to run these kids a lot. <laughs> That's the thing. Like my my father, you know, used to come down real hard on us um, when I was in high school, and I used to wrestle um, because they would make you lose like insane amount of weight in like mere minutes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And you know, he's like, "This can't be healthy. This can't be right. This can't be normal." And it probably wasn't. Uh, speaking of sports and college sports and high school sports and all that good stuff, let's get to some real sports. Let's get to some hockey. Let's get to our NHL preview with the man we waited on life for our very special guest from Broadcast Bullies and the Burlington County Times, Mark Zamaro. Mark, welcome to the Yo Show. Hey guys, thanks for having me on the Yo Show. What a great name! <laughs> I'm Thank Mark. you. Thanks. <laughs> Mark, uh, we're here with Jewel tonight. Molly could not make it. Had a little last-minute change. So Jewel's here. Jewel's not a big hockey girl, so me and you will do a lot of the <laughs> chit-chat, um, which I know is a, is a killer That's... to you. I know you, I know you hate talking hockey. Oh, yeah. It's just the, <laughs> the worst thing in the world. Uh, it's okay. I've been listening to the show, so I knew I was getting Jewel. So, Jewel, you don't have to worry because I, I talk to my girlfriend about hockey all the time, and she just kind of <laughs> uh-hums me all and – you know, it's like talking to a wall. So yeah. this will be de- definitely better than that. Yeah. Don't mind me. I'll just be over in the corner. <laughs> That's because I know what it feels like because my wife enjoys hockey. She doesn't mind going to the games, but couldn't tell one number from the next and one guy from the next. So, you know, we're on the same page here. We appreciate yeah, uh, you girls' I mean, patience. Yeah, I mean, she does a great job where she'll she'll make it seem like she's kind of paying attention, but really not. <laughs> you know, she'll, she'll ask me questions. Because in the summertime, and I'm going to geek out right away here, um, yes. Jeff already mentioned Perfect. that I have, like, uh, vintage hockey jerseys and all kinds of stuff. So my basement is one of these, like, hockey man caves where I have a, a just a whole bunch of jerseys hanging around the, the, the basement. And I decided to, to keep myself entertained over the summer – I would pick a year each year starting in like the 50s and then working my way up to 2018 for the season to start. And I would decorate the basement with like those jerseys and whoever won the Stanley Cup, like they'd be on the one wall. And 
it's just, and then I would give my fiance Jill a history lesson of what happened that year, and she, yeah, she, I can't say she retained any of this, but she acted like she was listening. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that is, is deep. Awesome. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do. I don't want to do spoiler alert here or nothing, but um, me and uh, Mark's sister are very good friends. And she told me the other night uh, about this whole instance. I was like, well, I love it. And my wife was like, that is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, Jill, my fiance Jill was saying that uh, I should put it up on like Snapchat or something like that, do a little lesson or on Facebook. I'm like, yeah. nobody wants to see this. Believe me. Oh, nobody. Yes, they it's would. Just... YouTube that. <laughs> Yeah, I would watch that. I would definitely watch that. I'd make Cassie sit here and watch it as well. <laughs> All right, I got two viewers for next year. I'm in. All right. It's happening. Uh, if Jill was out there listening, hello, Jill, and I want to congratulate you guys. I never really got a good chance to congratulate you on your engagement. That's awesome. Of course, Mark did it while ice skating, which, you know, there you Aww. go. Congratulations. <laughs> <correct>. yeah. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Thank you. Yeah, I was wearing a Flyers hoodie when it, when it all went down, too. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I got engaged the day before the Super Bowl, so it's fine. <laughs> it's all sports themed. I got so much Flyers stuff on, so much hockey crap lined up here around me. It's unbelievable. My wife thinks I went absolutely yeah. But um, let's get to some questions, Mark, if you will. Um, let's talk about the upcoming season. Right off the bat, there's a huge question every Flyers fan is actually waiting. Everybody wants to know, and we're all digging in deep, counting down the minutes to the season starts to get this question. What mm-hmm. the hell is up with Gritty? What is this thing? <laughs> gritty. <laughs> gritty. I, I'm not familiar. Can you guys please explain? I, I have no idea. Never heard you... of it, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That blew up like something like nothing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I thought it was just like a local thing, and then all of a sudden it was like a national thing. And it went from my initial reaction was like, oh my gosh, this is the scariest thing ever. And it's, <laughs> it's like a, a mockery. And then once the national people started chiming in saying that it was dumb, like Philly just like got all outraged and was like, no, this is our guy. We love him. <laughs> And I think it's just we were just waiting to see what people think, and then we wanted to do the opposite. So now we now we love Gritty. He's the best thing in the world, and I don't know. I I think it's it's an incredible PR move by the Flyers because yes, whatever happened, this was this got all over the place. He was on with uh, Jimmy Fallon and on yeah. uh, Good Morning America. I mean, a mascot, a mascot with all these things. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, all my friends on Facebook are saying that they would take a bullet for Gritty. Um, I, I might be with them. <laughs> we have to defend our own. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, what do you think? Are you a Gritty fan? i tell you what, I've become a Gritty fan for the same reason we're talking about. Like, he comes yeah. out, and Mark, Mark, you had a great post, too, because you even put, it's not April 1st, this is real. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm watching, I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, ah, this isn't going to work. Then all of a sudden, the national media start getting on, and I'm like, "Let me pick it on Gritty. He's our guy. He's Philly, man. That's our guy." Yeah. So, you know, that's why I got on it. And especially, <laughs> and especially the, his his premiere night at the at the game when he fell, I fell in love. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, when you, <laughs> it was just the greatest thing ever. Just seeing him just fall right on his back, and it's like, yeah, he's ours. <laughs> oh yeah, they could not have had a better debut. You couldn't have asked for a better ending. Um, 
let's talk about the Flyers real quick. I know it's an NHL show, but um, us here at the Yo Show, the Yo, of course, is for Philly. We come from Philly. We're bringing the world. Uh, what is in store for Flyers this season? What do you think coming in? Uh, I've seen them ranked pretty high in some categories. ESPN had them like 12th. What do you think for Philly this year, Mark? Uh, I do think they're a playoff team again. I mean, they're they're in a – unfortunately, they're in one of these divisions that's uh, one of the better divisions in the league. I mean, the last three Stanley Cups have come out of the Metropolitan Division. As you know, yes. the Penguins won back-to-back and last year the Capitals. So – you got a lot of high-profile teams in this division, but the good the good thing for them, you know, because you because you got to finish at least somewhere in that three to five range in the division to have any shot at it. Um, some of the other teams in the Metro are starting to trend down, which is great. You know, the, the New York Rangers, New York Islanders, New Jersey Devils. They, I'm even going to put them in there. I think they were a fluke last year. You know, I think there's there's some room where the Flyers aren't scratching for every single point like they were last year and i just oh, think they're brutal. they're an improved team and i don't know i think they're solidly in the playoffs this year but you know the, the thing that always haunts the flyers is, is the goaltending and until we have the answer at goaltending it's really tough to to know how far this team can go it's absolutely amazing because that is the next question. Uh, you know, what do you think about the goaltending this year? Are we going to see Carter Hart this year, or are we sticking with Elliott? And, and what's what's the goalie situation? What do you think it's going to look like? Well, they're they're going to go with Elliott. It seems like. I mean, the the, the original plan was to go with the Elliott Neuverth, but shocker here, Neuverth got hurt. No, so, <laughs> I know, I right? It. Never saw that coming. <laughs> So they're going to roll with Elliott, at least for this season. Uh, it sounds like Stolarz will be the backup come opening night. They did send Carter Hart down to the Phantoms, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if we don't see uh, Carter Hart by the end of the year. I, I think they just want to get him a little bit of seasoning against uh, professionals in the, in the AHL. I mean, the kid just absolutely killed it in, in the Western Hockey League in juniors, but it, it's a big step going from juniors where you're playing against 18- and 19-year-olds to playing with grown men in these leagues. So I think they would just want them to get a little bit of seasoning in the AHL. I think with the way things are going, and I mean, I, don't, I can't say that Brian Elliott's going to be healthy all year because he had off-season right. uh, surgery. So anything could go. Anything could happen here. And I think Hextall feels good enough about Hart that he'll have him at the end of the year if he needs him to be. And then next year, it's, it's Carter Hart's show because Neuwirth and Elliott are both on the last year of their contracts, so that, that'll be it for those guys, and Carter Hart's your guy for the, from here on out. That's excellent. That's definitely what everybody here is waiting to see, and, and hopefully he pans out because we have not had a top-tier goaltender. I actually started out with the names of the guys that ran through town as supposedly the next one that that faltered, but I lost the list, so we're not going to cover that. But yeah, we definitely need a, a top flight guy. So let's hope that we can uh, see Carter Hart land soon enough. Um, question now: As we go national, I like talking some national stuff also. Uh, huge trade mm-hmm. this year. Eric Eric Carlson made his way to the San Jose Sharks, um, and that makes the Sharks huge. They got one of the best defenses now in the NHL, if not the best. Uh, who do you think in the long run gets the best of that deal? San Jose? You think Ottawa got a lot of rebuilding parts? What do you think about the Carlson deal? Uh, man, I mean, San Jose gets one of, in my opinion, one of the top five players in the league in Eric Carlson. I mean, this guy just 
does it all. And he he still had as a defenseman, I think he had sixty something points on a horrible team last year. So I mean he yeah, he can bring it and and he's gonna he's that that piece on the back end. I mean they already have Brent Burns and and Vlasic. I mean they are stacked now on, on defense. And to be honest, the return that Ottawa got was not that good. I mean, they got a couple guys that are they're just guys and like Chris Tierney. And, um, you know, I guess the big piece in that trade was the uh, the Norris kid because he was a first round pick. But yeah. I mean, that's uh, they didn't really get a whole lot. And I, I think they really uh, they hurt themselves by not dealing Carlson last year when you know, any team would have loved to have gotten two years of Eric Carlson as opposed to one because there's no guarantee that Eric Carlson's going to re-sign in San Jose. He might just be one and done. And then maybe we look back at this deal and say maybe Ottawa got the better of the deal. But for right now, it looks like, you know, San Jose's third contender. They got a shot at winning the Stanley Cup right now. Ottawa, eh, not so good. They're going to go through a yeah, they're. Field. <laughs> They are definitely ranked last in this. I mean, I look at this ESPN poll. I don't know why, because they know about as much about hockey as my dead grandma. Uh, they don't show hockey, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking at their list. But um, the funny, it makes the West very strong, and I'm a huge fan. It was last year, and I remain a big fan of the Winnipeg Jets. Of course, Nashville yes. is up there, uh, San Jose, Vegas. They did a lot of good teams in the West. Who is one of the top dogs, a couple teams, do you think, really challenged for the cup this year. Who do you think is Washington run for the, uh, for the Stanley Cup? Uh, there, there's a bunch. I mean, in the, in the Eastern Conference, I, I, I think Tampa Bay is still the best team out there. Yes. They kind of really haven't shown it once they got into the playoffs. They, they, uh, I thought they were the best team last year. and I really didn't expect them to lose to Washington, but they did. I think they're the best team this year, but they're fighting out of a pretty tough division too. So anything could happen there. Toronto in the East is also going to be a really exciting team. I mean, their their defense still isn't great, but they're they have all that firepower now with John Tavares joining the team. I mean, they're yeah. they're just going to be fun to watch. They're they're going to win some five four games, six five games, things like that. <laughs> uh, you can't count out the Penguins as much as we hate to say it. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're just, they just don't go away. <laughs> even jo- even Jordan yeah. had a comment on that one. Whoa. Just hate yeah. all the teams. <laughs> <laughs> Is, isn't it funny that we were so excited to see Washington win the Stanley Cup just because it yes. wasn't Pittsburgh last year? Like, I almost got it right. Rooting for the, <laughs> yeah, I was rooting for the Capitals last year, but, you know, it's anything but the Penguins. Dude, I had, but, I, um, had the, the, I had the cup full of beer. I was drinking it. I'm high-fiving Ovi through the TV and everything. I was like the happiest guy on earth. <laughs> no idea why. It, well, it was the best. Uh, celebration of a Stanley Cup ever. I mean, those guys are oh. still hungover. Uh, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Doing keg stands on top of the Stanley Cup. That's that's something. They contributed something last year. That <laughs> but is pretty to awesome. get back to what you're saying about yeah. the uh, the other great teams in the league, I mean, you pretty much nailed it in the Western Conference. They're, they're the teams I like too. Uh, Winnipeg and Nashville in the Central, Vegas and and San Jose in the in the Pacific. I, I got a weird hunch that the St. Louis Blues are going to make a, a run this year after kind of sitting back last year. They were in, actually in had an interesting that, spot. Yeah. 
I had that as one of the, the things rent. I was going to ask you. That they're actually the, the team I listed as a dark horse because you're looking at the off-season moves: uh, uh, Maroon, O'Reilly, uh, David Perron, uh, Tyler Bozak. So they, they, they got a lot of firepower. Yeah, and they get back Robbie Fabry, who was out all last year, good young player. I mean, and they just have all those good players there in, in Tarasenko and on the back line with Petrangelo and uh, Jay Bomeister. I mean, they they seem to have all the pieces, but they their goaltending can be shaky. I mean, Jake Allen's the guy that they want to go with, but he's kind of shown in the past he's a head case. But, I mean, what goal is it? <laughs> exactly. It comes with, you know, you're talking to a town that had Brizgalov in that. So, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, and it, and you gotta love that Carter Hart has already kind of started on it at the jun- World Junior Championships last year. He, he was playing for Team Canada, and he has this weird thing where like he has to be the last guy on the ice before oh, they go in for intermission. So they were playing against I, I forget what team it was. It was it was one of these like smaller countries that wasn't expected to do much. Let's just say it was like Switzerland or Latvia or something. So what the coach on the other team did after the first period is they had their backup goalie stay on the ice as long as oh, Carter geez. Hart did. And he, and he like, <laughs> waited out there for, like, ten minutes. He didn't go to the dressing room because he had to be the last guy off. <laughs> so, then, so then they were just like, all right, fine. Carter Hart goes off. Then the other goalie goes off. Then Carter Hart jumps back out onto the ice to be the last guy and then goes to the dressing room. So it, it's it's already happening. You know, goalies are nutcases. Deal with it. Damn, wow, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, the nuttier the better. And you know what? When I wanted to get somebody for the preview show, I said NHL preview show, so I had to get Mark because he's got these stories, Jewel. And I'm telling you, that's a story that's awesome. That's a great story right there. <laughs> But I mean, they, they gotta be nuts. They're having these rubber pucks fired at them from a, a hundred miles an hour. I mean, there's there's something wrong with you. <laughs> you gotta be. I sit in like sometimes I'll sit in the second level, and I'm afraid when a guy winds up, I'm ducking, and I'm like a couple hundred feet high, and it's not even gonna come near me, and I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> so are, um, are, you, are you excited? The uh, Flyers are starting off in in Vegas. I mean that. I was actually out there in Vegas last year it, it, for the yeah, road I saw trip. That. It was one of the it was one of the most awesome experiences ever. So it, it's it's pretty cool that they get to, to start out there this year. That's what I heard. It's a great the only experience. Bad thing is like... it, yeah. Yeah. Only bad thing is it's a ten o'clock start on a on a Wednesday night. So the, yeah. the season kicks off like that, or on Thursday night. Sorry. I uh, I wanted to go and I um, ran it past my wife. I'm like, how would you feel if I went to Vegas for a day or two and checked out the Flyers game? It went, went with a couple of buddies and um, yeah, I basically slept on the couch the next night. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go wrong. Well, you that missed well. quite a bit. <laughs> I can imagine. I, uh, I I hear it's amazing and then uh, like I said, you're the enthusiast. You're out there already and caught him. That's awesome stuff. Um, Let's get back to Vegas because Vegas did not sit still. I mean, they made it far last year. They had a couple of nice pieces, Stastny and Pacioretty. Uh, does Vegas come back? Do you think they've got the power to be an elite team again this year? I think they do have a strong enough team to do it, but it's it's hockey. So, like, everything that went right for them last year is going to not happen this year. That's just kind of how right. it goes, right? I yeah. mean, the, they got an unbelievable season out of Mark Andre Fleury last year when he was healthy. They were down to like their fifth string goalie at one point of that season, and it, whoever they put in there, it didn't matter. They were saving, you know, a, a nine thirty save percentage or something, and it's just that stuff doesn't happen. 
and and no. you wonder about the the mentality of the team. I mean, last year they were the the island of misfits. They were all guys that their team didn't <laughs> want them. They played with a chip yeah. on their shoulder. Yeah, and they don't have that now. You know, they're they're a target. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So I, I don't know. I I do like the additions that they made to their team, but I just feel like I don't know that all those other things are kind of working against them. Yeah, last year was so much of a feel-good story. You almost felt like the world was putting him in place. And this year, it's our second-year team. They're all glitzy now in Vegas, so we got to see how they play through that. Uh, a team that has always piqued my interest, and after the glory years of them beating the Flyers up and down, I became a fan because they always put a good young team out there. The Edmonton Oilers, like, what the hell is going on there? you got McDavid, who is possibly the best player in the league, but they are just tailing downward. Do they come back this year, or are they, are they a squad that's in trouble once again? Oh, and McDavid definitely is the best player in the league. It's, it's a shame that he's in Edmonton and we don't get to watch him as much because it's just phenomenal what this guy can yeah. do. Uh, unfortunately, they've kind of traded a lot of players away that have yeah, hurt like, like their chances. I mean – I mean, Taylor Hall's in New Jersey shining his uh, heart trophy from last year. <laughs> That's and, unbelievable. Uh, you know, that had the sting, the, you know, the Edmonton fans. And, you know, they get rid of Jordan Eberle and some other players. And I don't know. I don't see the depth around this team to really be a, a good hockey team anymore. I mean, they're going to be better than they were last year, but I, maybe a playoff team, but I don't see them as a big threat. I mean, there's there's only so much one guy can do. It's not basketball where these guys are – you know, you could have a superstar like LeBron James play the whole game, and he's just a factor in every play. I mean, Connor McDavid's going to play 20, 21 minutes a night, which is a lot, but that's a third of the game. So you, you just can't do it all by yourself in hockey. And having the best player, you know, you got to build around them. And Edmonton hasn't done a real good job of doing that. So I, I, I don't know. I don't. I think it's going to take a few years. I, I think it might take some cleaning out of their their coach and GM. As I said before, Chiarelli's traded away so many players that I don't know how some of these guys have jobs. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. A couple of years ago, they had a good team that had a shot at the Stanley Cup, and then last year, <laughs> wow, terrible. It's a shame. But I guess, I guess yeah. it comes down. To, yeah, I guess it comes down to dollars and cents. Do you see them moving McDavid in a year or two if the team can't get it together? <clears throat> no, no, you, you don't trade a guy like that. But it's Chiarelli. They traded Wayne Gretzky. They traded Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> they they did. This is yeah. yeah. That's the franchise that traded Wayne Gretzky, and this yeah. is the general manager that is that has traded uh, Taylor Hall. And when he was in Boston, he traded Tyler Sagan for nothing. So I mean, he yeah. he could do it. <laughs> I got faith. Wow. Sure. <laughs> you never know. Here is a here is a great story, and this story. I love hockey. I know you adore hockey. I know a lot of people that love hockey. It's a Philly thing. People love hockey around here. But this is not Philly-related. But this is the story of the offseason. The Carolina Hurricanes are bringing back the Hartford Whaler uniforms, the Brass Bonanza goal song, and everything for two games this year. How excited are you to see the old Hartford Whalers in action? These games better be on television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, I yeah I, I love it. I mean I don't know how the the people in Hartford feel about it. I mean, is that kind of like rubbing it in their face or like a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, because they still have a weird like diehard 
population that are like Whalers fans up there. They think they're going to get a team back someday. But, I mean, that was a franchise that unfortunately was just doomed to fail. They play their games in a, a shopping mall. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> it, Pick out a blouse and then look and they, over at the hockey game. Yeah, it was a shame. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they, they've been in Carolina since like the mid-90s, so they're not coming back. But I, I love it. I love when these teams like embrace their heritage. Um, just, yeah, I, I'm all about it. I, I'd love seeing the uh, the Whalers jerseys, especially because they were like some of the best jerseys in the in the NHL, except for the the year that they wore the Cooperalls, like the Flyers did. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Harvard Whalers is a classic, especially now that it's you know. Rest. Let me ask you a question: How many Harford Whalers pieces of memorabilia do you own? Uh. Well, I, own, I have two Hartford jerseys. I have a, a Ron Francis one that's like the yes. green one that they're going to wear. And then when they, they changed to like those like blue jerseys and they added like the gray in there, which were kind of sharp looking. I, I have like one yeah. of those, just a plain, plain jersey. Uh, do I have anything? I think that's it. I don't know. I may have like a, a hat or a T-shirt laying around or something. That, oh, I have, I have like a, a banner in my basement, too. That's a Hartford Whalers little, just a small one. Oh, is that all? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> two jerseys, a hat, a banner in the basement. I know. It's Jeff funny. said he, he, we were we were texting earlier, and you said you couldn't find your your vintage uh, Canucks jersey. I'm like, oh, no. I got four Canucks jerseys. <laughs> oh my god! I actually have a story about a, a vintage Flyer bomber jacket that um, I believe to be my father's, and um, my my mother dug it up, and it was this really cool like. It had to be from, like, the years, but, like, 87 or whatever, but it was cool as shit, and I wanted it so bad. So my mom dug it up, like, last year. I'm like, oh, my God, this dad's old jacket. Like, I was just talking about this. I want it. And um, my sister (laughs) comes in the room, and she's like, that's my jacket. I'm like, no, it's not. It's dad's jacket. Like, fight me for it, right? Because my sister was the all-time number one Flyers fan of, like, all time. She stalked the hell out of Rick Tockett. She thought she was going to marry Rick Tockett. She had me, when I was, like, five years old, memorize every player from that year and and name. But she kept, um, what was the dude's name? Richie? 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 His spoon? Ricky or Richie? I think it was Richie. She kept his spoon in our family freezer for like a solid year. <laughs> like she had memorabilia from like everything. We used to go to all the Flyers carnivals, but yeah, anyway, she took her jacket back because she proved with old photo albums that it in fact was her jacket. So, um, I was upset. Wow. <laughs> My, Mark, yeah, I hate to say this, but proof. Say, I, hate, yeah. I hate to say this, but I think Jewel actually beat you with the best piece of hockey memorabilia. Mike Ricci I know. used spear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she probably still has it, the weirdo. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Wow, that, man. That is impressive. That That's crazy stuff. I mean, Mark's got, like, um, you know, silverware from random houses, but he can't quite pick who <laughs> ate out of what. But <laughs> that's all awesome. very... A lot of my... A lot of my love for hockey came from my sister, Lynn. You know, she's my older sister by a couple years. And she was just the biggest Ron Hextall fan yeah, growing yes. up. And, you know, we we just loved those teams in the in the late 80s. They were just – they were awesome. And, yeah, yeah we, we stalked out Hextall for his autograph. Uh, 
he was at Wanamaker's the one day signing signing uh, autographs. We got to go there as kids, and she's she's got quite a few uh, Hextall uh, memorabilia things. I think she's got a signed stick by him too. She's, wow, uh, that's awesome! Quite the Flyers fan. Yeah, really got me in there. Oh yeah. If she's listening in, I want to say hi to her. And if they're listening in together, I want to tell her husband, CJ, that if Ron Extall ever knocks on his front door, he's no longer married. Yeah. And Rick Tockett <laughs> is my true. sister. That's to this true, yeah. day, I think some of her passwords are like Tockett 22 or whatever it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, ever, awesome. I've got this, um, you know, I, I set up the uh, the work area tonight, all hockeyed up. I got the little mini helmets and all my flyer stuff. I've got the autographed Hextall jersey right behind me that your sister said she would fight me for at any time. So. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> it's great. By the way, I, love it is the, a, the helmet, I love the helmet flicks on the uh, the football when the uh, when the Eagles do win a game. I get to see those, those helmets get flicked away. <laughs> Now, oh, yeah. that's one of my favorite things. Yesterday, my brother said, "All right, flick the Eagles helmet, smartass," and I told me I'd to leave my house. <laughs> no, I don't flick. We don't flick the Eagle helmet. No, we don't. <laughs> um, the other funny thing—I don't know if you noticed, Mark—I took a picture of my little helmet layout here on Facebook. I do not have a Vegas Golden Knights helmet, so I use the uh, Los Angeles you Raiders. Improvise. Or, yeah, the Oakland Raiders or whatever. They're moving to Vegas, so I improvise. This is my Vegas helmet. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Uh, do you, a good way to do it. Do you guys, I know this is a side note, but watch Bowlers where The Rock is trying to get a football team from Vegas. Do you watch that show on HBO? He's trying to get an NFL no. team from Vegas. I hear it's good, Bowlers. I hear it's good. I have not seen it. Very interesting. Yeah, and that's like the concept, I guess, this season. Could you imagine that, yeah. like an NFL team from Vegas? It's going to happen. Yeah, well, they, the Raiders are moving yeah they Vegas. are moving out there. Oh, yeah. shit. I know. Which, when, when's that you know, supposed to happen? Is it next next year? Or? I I believe it's next year. I think it's part of the whole John Gruden thing was moving to Vegas, getting Gruden, getting high profile. You see how well it's working out. They kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Vegas was I, just starving for something. I mean, it it was crazy being out there because every like Uber driver or Lyft driver you had, like they didn't seem like your typical hockey fans, but they were like all about it, you know. Some of these guys could barely speak English, and they were just like, "Yeah, they get the Golden Knights, uh, you know." And they're, they were totally into it. I mean, it was that that team took that city by storm. And yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if the NHL is very happy that that an NFL team's moving there now because they were, you know, pretty much the only sports gig in town. But um, I don't know. The the NFL will definitely do well there. That that'll be crazy. Certainly, that's a tourist spot that anybody would want to go see a game. So, I, you know, they they nailed it. I mean, I know everybody's worried about the gambling aspect, but they nailed it. The big city, it deserves that kind of stuff. Uh, let me nail you now yeah. a couple of flyers, players, and and team predictions before we get you uh, out of here. I know you said you're coming okay. to us from the Burlington County Times. So we don't hold you too long. Um, players predictions. Uh, Claude Giroux. Does he uh, plus or minus hundred points again this year? Over under? Can he get back to hundred? I think he'll have a very good season, but a hundred points is really special. I mean, yeah, a lot of things went right for him last year. I, I think he's still a, a point per game type of guy, which is great in this this era of hockey. So I think somewhere in that eighty to ninety point range would be more fitting, and I think it would be a very a very good successful season for him. Uh, 100 points is, is a lot. I, I don't know that you can do that back-to-back years. 
Yeah, I was a little surprised to see it last year. Loved it, but I was a little surprised to see it last year. Um, yeah. Let's play a devil's advocate here. Let's play a scenario. Let's say that the Flyers are trending somewhere in the middle, maybe less than the middle, having a rough year. Wayne Simmons. Did they trade Wayne Simmons in any part this season? <sighs> this, this is a tough one. This is one that they're, they're yeah. struggling with. I mean, no one wants to get rid of Wayne Simmons. This isn't like a contract they're, they're trying to get rid of. They, they like him. He comes in at a good price right now. And we're in the salary cap era. So everything comes down to dollars and cents and, more importantly, term. So the thing with the Flyers is I'm sure they've been in talks with them. They, they'd like to re-sign him, at least in my opinion. I think they would. But it's got to be a, a short-term deal and probably not a lot of money. And right. Wayne Simmons has been playing on a, on a very team-friendly contract for however long his contract has been. So, I mean, the, the guy wants to probably get rewarded for, for what he's done. If, if I'm the Flyers, I try to make him a, a one- or a two-year deal maybe and pay him maybe a little more than he's worth, but that, that term's got to go after a couple of years. And if, if he's not willing to do that, I, I could see them trying to trade him. But I mean, it's it's going to be painful. But yeah, I think the the uh, the building blocks are already in place. Though they bring in JVR, who does essentially the same type of thing. So uh, I, yeah, the, I I think the writing's on the wall for for Simmons. It it, re- it really comes down, as you were saying, wh- where they are in the standings. I mean, I I think if they think they're going to make the playoffs, they'll probably just go with it and let it play out in the off season because they. This team needs to win win at least a, a playoff round one of these these sure. years. They they need to take that next step, and I don't think they would trade them away unless they're getting a, a first round pick or something ridiculous like that. Sure, um, you mentioned JVR. That was my next question. Now we got a couple more. I know we're running a little past time. It JVR uh, huge okay. season this year. Does he come back strong? I think he'll be very good. Um, you got to temper your expectations a little bit. I mean, he's a goal scorer. He's not a big points guy. He had, I think, like 30-something goals last year, but he was somewhere in the teens with assists. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, he's he's probably going to get top power play time, which should inflate his stats. Uh, he's going to be on a second line most likely with Nolan Patrick, which will be good for them. But I don't know that that's a big high-scoring line. So, I don't know. I, I think he's going to have a, a very good year, but it's kind of tough to put it in terms of how many points he'll score. I think he's he's still around a, a 50 to 60 point kind of guy, and that might just be fine for the, for this team. You know, it, it's something that the Flyers didn't have last year. He just comes in. You're, you're just paying him money. They didn't have to give up anything to get him. So he, it's, it's just an addition to the team. Uh, it's going to be a big help. I, I agree, especially if he ends up with Nolan Patrick. Nolan Patrick was my next question, but I think it kind of summed it up that he's going to get a chance, we hope anyway, to play with a guy with JVR, seasoned veteran, knows how to score goals, and that could make a couple of real solid lines, which we're hoping, because I love Patrick. I want him to come out and be the number one overall pick. He's He's gotten a lot of good stuff to him. Uh, what do you think? Is Was he the right pick? Well, it's still too early to say, but I, he was the guy I wanted them to get when, mm-hmm. you know, we, when we didn't know who New Jersey was taking yet. I, I like Patrick's size, and uh, I think he's he's a more skilled player. 
you know, Nico Heischer, who went first overall to the Devils, he's more of a flashy player. But I think yeah. overall, Nolan Patrick's got a better 200-foot game. He's just going to be a better player. I mean, there's other guys in that draft that are turning out to be some, some really good prospects. I mean, you take yeah. a look at Elias Pettersson in Vancouver. I mean, he's going to have a special season this year for, for Vancouver. I mean, who knows? He may not be the best player in the draft, but I think the Flyers made the right pick. I mean, I, I think it was a safe pick and a, and a good pick, and I I don't think you can really go too wrong with that. I think you're going to see a, another gear out of, of Nolan Patrick this year after a healthy offseason. I like it. I certainly hope to see it because I love Patrick. I like a lot of the young guys, Proveroff and, and Gossess Bear and, um, and Patrick. I like the young nucleus. Even Connect Me, I think, needs more minutes. I, I love – young guys. I like the veterans. I really hope this team gets somewhere. The, the, the city is dying for because, you know, we ride the Eagles bandwagon, but the city deep down inside loves the Flyers. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, by the way, Jeff, I got to give you a major props. I listened to the, the beginning of the show and you did your top five and having Provorov in there. That oh, was, I love that was clutch, man. That <laughs> Thank was clutch. you very much. Loved it. I, I, I he love is, Provorov, he is that good. man. Yeah, I love that yeah. guy. Like, he's very much uh, – they say he's got some throwback uh, to the real good skating, puck-moving defenseman, but he could also play some solid defense. Well, I love that guy. Came in fourth. I figure a lot of people would be like, what? Nah, man, that's right where you should. I love that guy. really do. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a common mis- misconception. That, you know, as good as Shane Gossespierre is on the power play and he's got that great shot, Provorov just is the better defender. I mean, it's oh, it's not even close. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, he's kind of like a, uh, they call him the turnstile, Gossip Spare. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you get stuck in the turnstile, but rare. Usually you're making your way right on through it. Um, right. All right, give me, uh, I'm going to put you on the hook with two things. Give me two names, one from the East, one from the West. Who do you see in the Stanley Cup this year? Uh, I guess, you know, I hate to go chalk and say it, but I, I, I think it's going to be a Tampa Winnipeg kind of uh, wow. Stanley Cup final. <laughs> I mean, Tampa's just loaded up and down their lineup. They they have the the best defenseman in in my opinion, in Victor Hedman. I mean, he's oh yeah, he's just fantastic. And then they can roll out you know Kucherov and and Stamkos either together or on separate lines. Braden Point is amazing. I mean, they they have so many things going for them right now. I I, I find it really hard that that they're not going to get to the finals at least this year. And then in the in the West. Yeah, Winnipeg just the, – the thing that scares me with them is I don't think they're as deep as most teams that if they get a, a high-end injury, they could be in some trouble if they if they lose a, a Mark Shifley or a Patrick Line. Yeah. But um, I, I still think right now that they're, they're the best team in there. I'm not buying completely into the San Jose hype just yet. Right. Got to kind of see see how Eric Carlson kind of fits fits in there. So if, if I have to choose, I'm going to go with Winnipeg and Tampa Bay. I like it, and I got to tell you, for the pure hockey fan, that would be an incredible Cup final. I think. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people out there are like I don't know these teams, I don't know these cities. Tell you what, if you're into hockey, that's a premier final, chalk or no chalk. That's what I want to see, and that's pretty much what I had written down. I got Winnipeg and Tampa. Yeah, it, it would be exciting. I mean, the, the traditionalists will be like, what's with this, you know, team from Florida and then the, the team, like, <laughs> no one cares about in Winnipeg. You know, you're not yep. getting your New York-L.A. type of final, but it, uh, uh, it'd be exciting for us nerds. 
How about the yeah, Hawk maybe, maybe we can even get Jewel to watch. Yeah, hey. she said. I'll watch. We'll Not it. opposed to it. <laughs> we'll, we'll come together and watch it. Um, Flyers prediction before we let you go. What, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think this team's got a, a decent chance to make a run here? I do. I, I think they do take a, a step this year, at least. I, I think they they make the playoffs somewhat comfortably. They'll have their normal slow start. Don't don't get on me after they drop three out of their first four games. That, that happens every year. I'm calling <laughs> you. I'm going to call you out on the show, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, um. I do think that they're going to take a step. they got so many good young players that are just getting better, and they're, they're starting to shed some of these, these bad players and Bad contracts, and they have they. The thing to keep an eye on here is they have ten million dollars in in cap space. They got room Finally. to make a move at the trade deadline if they want to. Finally, which could yeah. be really interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I, I do think that they make the playoffs. I think I think they're going to win a round too. I, I I'd love to see them beat like the Penguins in a in a round, oh, but yeah. <laughs> I also am a little scared of the Penguins. So, but I think the Flyers could beat a team. I like their chances against the Capitals last year, to be honest. As weird as that sounded, because the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, I thought the Flyers were a good matchup for them. But, uh, huh. yeah, I, I think the Flyers can win a round, but winning, you know, getting any further than that is asking a lot. So, who knows? But, yeah, definitely a step forward. All right. We won't hold you to that. They don't make the cup. I'm not going to come to your house. I'll come to your house, not because they don't make the cup. <laughs> you, you can come <laughs> over anytime you want, Jeff. <laughs> Love it. Let's get back to the old poker days, sitting in the basement with the, uh, the jerseys, and we'll talk hockey. We'll play some poker. Uh, Mark, as a matter of everybody, the uh, the show is broadcast bullies. They're on a little bit of a hiatus, and uh, I'm going to keep posted when they do make a return because it's a great show. Mark is a super knowledgeable guy. Like I said, again, Burlington County Times also he does reporting for them. He's a great interviewer, world-class guy. Mark's one of the greatest people you ever meet. Smart, well-spoken intelligent we love it mark thanks a million for taking the time uh, i know you're busy i know you've got a busy work schedule thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show we really appreciate it thanks so much thanks mark. so much for having me thank you so much for having me this is this is really fun absolutely and we're going to bring you back probably around mid-season to a mid-season report we're going to bring you back on playoff time so you're like our you are you've been hired right now as the as the yo shows hockey authority how's that make you feel? yeah <laughs> all right i'll, I'll take it Excellent. There's no pay. There's no benefit. There's a whole lot of nothing, but you're it. You get the title. Yes, <laughs> we'll get, we'll get you drinks. That's about it. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Come out to a show and do it in the studio. We we got a lot of beer here. We drink a lot here. That's part of the magic. <laughs> I will definitely try to make the in-studio appearance next time. That would be great. Awesome. We would love it. Mark, thank you so much. Mark Zamaro, ladies and gentlemen. Mark, have yourself a great night, and we'll talk real soon. Thank you, you too. You got it. Bye-bye. And I tell you what, Jewel Tatey, everything I had hoped for and more. I mean, honestly, I have been told that Mark could go on for hours, and I love that. He really does have that old-school nostalgia hockey memories, and and he keeps pace with the new game. Uh, Again, being a person that's not really in-depth and knew a lot of what we're talking about, because I've seen sometimes there's smoke coming out of your ears, um, how good is how good is Mark? Seriously, how good was that interview? No, when you're knowledgeable about a subject and and you're passionate about it, it just flows, and that's that's great. I mean, I, I wish I was <laughs> passionate about um, sports again, but no, he he was 
great, and um, you better keep that tally because we're going to hold them to those predictions. <laughs> yeah, we are. I act like we're not going to. I'm, I'm going to play this back like once a week. And the Flyers will make the playoffs. I am showing up at his house. I'm not going to endure it. I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> I'm not going to be in a gritty costume. In a gritty costume. Absolutely. But, um, and that's one of the things. Like when I wanted to um, do a hockey preview, and everybody says, oh, sports are so overdone on uh, internet radio and blogs and, and, and all that stuff. Eh, those sports are overdone. We don't always do sports here, but I was in the mood. Hockey was coming up. I go right to Mark. He, he's the authority. And he names names of players that, some of the guys I don't even know. He names GMs like Ralph Topless said. He knows his stuff. He knows the game. And I, we had the same prediction. I had Washington, I had uh, Winnipeg and Tampa Bay. Ha! That's crazy. So I'm the hockey guru now. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired, Mark. No, he's not. Now we're going <laughs> to we have Mark back again. We're going to get um, experts from all sports fields. No, that's awesome. gonna get and that's why I love it because we just have a little bit of everything here, wouldn't you say? We do. And like I said, Jewel planned on taking the night off. She's like, ah, it's too much sports. It's not really my thing. Uh, I told her, look, I've got an emergency with Molly. She jumped right on. She's here with us because she loves the base of the Yo show. And through the whole hockey talk that she didn't even know a lot was going on, she's smiling and the grin and dropping in stories about Mike Ritchie's spoon, which is. The craziest story I've ever heard. That's actually a crazy fan story. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It, I mean, it, it was what I, I. I'm like 95 for sure. Sure, sure it was him. <laughs> I have to check on that. I will let you know though. Um, yeah, but yeah, I did want that damn jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it's got to be an awesome jacket if you're willing to like mm-hmm. throw it down with your sister. But that's good stuff. See, I yeah. love sports. I love sports memorabilia and stuff like that, and and shirts and jerseys. And, and they say like once you get a certain age, you shouldn't wear jerseys. I don't care. I love jerseys. Look at this. Look at this bad boy. Look at this hexdoll bad boy sitting here. Of course, it doesn't fit me. I got it when I was like 16 years old. Now I know. No, I fat. I freaking love jerseys. I wear jerseys all the time. Um, I actually was thinking of a hockey jersey for my like bridal party thing because they had a really cool one and it was just like Irish. It was clean. It was Irish and it said like bride to be and I could have my Irish last name on it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Irish. Yikes. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I want to take a moment real quick to be serious. I, You know, I'm usually not serious on the year show. Except when I get into what ticks me off. But we're not doing that yet. Um, I want to wish a very happy birthday to a very special person who is no longer with us. I want to wish a very happy birthday to my mother. Uh, My mom passed away a little over a year ago. Today would have been her birthday. Um, I just want to tell her from the very bottom of my heart that I love you. And uh, I'm here battling on and living a great life and being strong. And I hope you'd be proud of everything I do here. So I just want to wish my mother... Very happy birthday. Wonderful woman, Michelle Perini. Love you to the end of time. Oh, happy birthday. So nice. Happy birthday. Thank you, Jewel. It looks like she's about to cry. Sorry, Jewel. <laughs> oh, no. You know, it's it just, um, it, it's nice to give that tribute, you know. Um, my grandpa is two, two years ago, and we always do a little something. Just eat our favorite snack or, you know, just do something to remind yourself of her and, and uh, know that she's with you and 
proud of you, you know? Yeah, I, I thought about it a lot today. My my parents' birthdays were 15 days apart, so my dad's oh. October 16th, so it's a little tough. You know, they're both gone, but, you know, I kind of, you know, when we come on the air for next show, I will wish dad a happy birthday, and great parents. I'm blessed. I have a good upbringing. Uh, as you can hear, I'm such a classy guy. I have no respect for women. I drink my face off. I talk like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad, you did good. Your son is an asshole. <laughs> Hey, you're not a sellout. <laughs> There's something I got going for him, not a sellout. And I could I could talk a little bit of hockey with the uh, great Mark Zamaro, uh, our guest yeah. tonight. Again, thanks, Mark. Broadcast Bullies, Burlington County Times, a reporter doing what he loves, and it's great. And he's interviewed uh, high school athletes, roller derby. He did a big piece on roller derby. Ooh. That was awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, Mark gets down and dirty. And he interviewed, oh, I meant to ask him, I forgot. He interviewed that, oh, what is her name? Blonde haired girl. She's on the Nickelodeon shows. Jeanette or Janelle something. Now she's like hot. Jeanette McCurdy? Yes! He interviewed her, and I wanted to ask him if she was asking about me. Oh, we should reach out to her. She actually, like, retweeted one of my niece's tweets, and she was really? so happy. Like, she's a really cool girl, and I think she's funny as hell. I love her. Uh, we did reach out. Her people gave us a, we will get back to you when she has something big to promote. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, Mark got to interview her, and it's so funny because the picture is like him, and he's kind of got his head down, he's writing something, and she's got this look of like, like on her face, <laughs> and he's like, I guess my pickup lines are not working here or something. That was great. Me. I would make, maybe he invited her to his basement. Who knows? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I love her. You know who I love? We're going to get to who I love. And um, this is not a new segment. Just telling you who I love. I love Jewel Tatey, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think back, we're like between the stoop, the ocean, maybe close to 60 episodes deep. And I think about um, the time when I went on the hunt and I said, I'm going to get a female. And I had a couple of people respond, and they were all seemed decent. They seemed like they had a little something going on. And uh, again, we told the story a few times. I'll tell it again. Uh, our good friend, Chrissy, Chrissy Leaf, if you're listening, hello, we love you. What's she up? Said, you, <laughs> she said, You have got, got to check out my boyfriend's sister. And I'm like, here we go. My uncle's neighbors, nephews, dogs, cousins <laughs> got somebody who 80 years ago said hi to Elvis. That's what I'm thinking I'm going to get. And I said, her name's Jewel T. I look it up. And I said, okay, very cute. What has she got? She's like, oh, she went to school for us. She's been on radio, blah, blah, blah. Best moment that ever happened. Because, Jewel, you're fantastic. You are family. You came tonight, even though you said you're taking the night off. You, you came into work on your night off. Let's put it that way. Who does that? I love what I do. And I I love this stoop. I love the Yo Show. I love where it is, where it's going, where we're going to go. And yes, you are a family to me too. And a great friend, you and your wife. And I, you know, you guys are freaking awesome. And, and you're good people. Like, legit good people and it's just hard to find because so many people are just of you know wishy-washy anymore and you guys are just 
good people. Seriously, I can't say it enough. And I'm so happy to be here. And I love doing this. And it really makes me happy. And if we get to sit and joke and laugh and talk to cool people and have great guests and, and just engage with our audience, like, I, it's the best. So, in love for our city. Wouldn't you say it's just it's a good time here? <laughs> awesome. It is a good time here. It's silly. We drink and get silly and nowadays like people say it like oh you know it's a female what the wife say I'm like me and Joel aren't that way I don't well I look at Joel that way I mean come on now I mean look at her shit no but really I mean but we have really a great report um we nominated you to straight person unfortunately because I feed a lot off the things you say make jokes at them so I'm used to that. <laughs> but it's great. And I, you know, I am not too shy to say it. I am not too sexist to say it. Couldn't do it without you. You are the yin to the yang. Best move that we could have made is doing this together. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, friend. Cheers. Jindan. <laughs> Jeff it's is like drinking our... out of this huge Stanley cup. I don't know if you mm. guys know this. And I just caught on to this like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it's hockey that night. That should be gone. That should be gone. What's in that? Tropicana? That looks like a heavy beer. It looks too mm. heavy. It's actually not. It is. Um, the brewery is uh, Heavy Seas. It makes oh. some great beers. Tropicana is the beer. Um, 12 fluid ounces of ale with blood orange. Grapefruit zest and other natural flavors. It actually does taste a little bit like Tropicana orange juice. I believe it is what, 7.25%. Very glad I'm on my sixth. <laughs> no, we should make like mimosas out of that. That'd probably be good. That is a great idea because they do make the beer mosa, but they use um, the Pride of Levittown, Golden Monkey. What, yeah. what is that? I, I never even heard of that. A monkey? Never a golden monkey? The beer? Nope. Oh my god. <sighs> Were you from like the Levittown area at one point? Oh my god. Like I sold beer. Like I know beer. Yeah, but golden monkey is like the official drink of Levittown. I'm not from Levittown. Just my <laughs> degenerate family is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I, I get so. I get so dickish. If there's anybody listening from Levittown, this is <laughs> truly more of a joke than anything, but it's very funny. My wife and I live in Langhorn, right by the Levittown border. So people ask my wife, where do you live? She's like, well, Levittown. I'm like, nope, Langhorn. <laughs> Langhorn. We are not Levittownians. We are in Langhorn. Not affiliated. And we're just implants. Even... Like, my nephew and niece, like, they're like, no. You're getting implants. We're from Philly. And, you know, everyone up here treats us differently because we're from Philly and we're tough and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, you're real tough. You moved when you were 12, kids. (laughs) Mm. I love those street cred. I went to high school in Lower Moreland, which, yeah, it's pretty fancy and families with money and all that. And every once in a while... One of these lower moral nights would mouth off to somebody at a northeast type school. So one time these kids came from Father Judge, pretty much beat up anybody from Lower Moreland. 
I knew a couple of the dudes, and all the guys were like, Perini, can you tell these guys? I'm like, you're on your own, dude. You're a mouth off. You're on your own. I'm not, yeah, I'm just not kids are so tough. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> judge kids are horrible. What's up, Frankie? <laughs> Come here. What's up, Frankie? You going to Hollywood? <laughs> no. Um, no, but you know what? what, like, one of the weirdest things that has happened to me up Penn State, I, I would talk and people were like, oh, your accent, like, where are you from? I'm like, Philly. And they're like, no, oh, I, I, I thought you were from down south. Like, oh, Philly, um, do you know any gang members? <laughs> like, <laughs> you just thought, yeah, your mom. Was so bad. Like, yeah. I would be associated with some gang members. So, I know your mom, she's a gang bang member. That's what you tell me. Oh, jeez. Let's do a We do, like, no topics. Let's hit a couple topics real quick. Because now we're in the uh, shit hits the fan portion of the show after 9 o'clock. Yeah. I found a few goodies, but go ahead. All right. TV comebacks. Let's talk about that. Murphy Brown has made a return. Roseanne, which will now be known as the Connors at the Roseanne's little comments. So the Connors are back. One Tree Hill has a reunion coming up. So, um... All these TV shows are making a comeback. Uh, is Hollywood running out of ideas? Number one. And number two, if you could bring back any show, any show, Ooh. what would you want to bring back? And I'm going to put a stipulation on because I heard this on the radio the other day. Let's say all the stars are still alive and okay. of their age and they come back. Go ahead. Okay. Um, hmm. No, I don't think they're running out of ideas because I have just gotten into two great shows and one is on Netflix, one is on Lifetime of all things but you, like I said earlier Y-O-U, it's awesome, it's a thriller the guy's like Dexter meets like Fifty Shades of Grey, it's very like I love it and then on Netflix it's this show Maniac with my man Justin Theroux, I met him oof, oof. oh yeah <laughs> no, the show has such a cool premise though, it's like these people are in the future and they take this pill and it like lets them leave, lead like multiple lives and they don't know what's real and what's not real. So it's very cool. Jonah Hill, Emma Stone, maniac on Netflix. But, um, if I can bring back shows, you know what two shows I watch and it doesn't matter if they're reruns, doesn't matter if I've seen them a million times, but I love Lucy. I friggin love Lucy, and it has to be the original because the Lucy show was just depressing and everything. But um, and Friends, I watch Friends every single time it's on. I can like quote episodes, like it. It just it still makes me laugh. And um, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are, are against Friends. I love Seinfeld too, but like Friends, I don't know. Friends makes me actually like belly laugh. Like I just think. It was such a great cast, and everyone on it's funny, and I love it. So those are mine. What are yours? <laughs> do, you, do you listen to um, at all? Do you listen to a local station, uh, 94 WIP sports station? Do you listen to it at all? I do when the games are on. Well, they had the same subject um, a couple of days ago, and the majority of people were saying the Lucy show, but they said it had to be Lucille Balls. Like, it would yeah. have to still be alive. It's funny you said because a lot of people said Lucy, and that's awesome. For me, um, a lot of people love Lucy. She really was great. She was hilarious. And she was a little bit of a D back in her day. She's a youngin'. A little bit of what? Chicky. 
Chickadee. Uh, hottie. I'd stab Lucy back in the day. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, like, what do you think I'm talking about? You know better than that by now. I didn't hear what you said, chickadee. Chickadee. <laughs> well, I'm on old South Pants. I'm on old Tom 23 skidoo there, chickadee. Um, I would bring back, if I had to bring back a show where all the cast were alive and still bring back, obviously it would be Seinfeld. I like that you said that. I like Seinfeld. Always loved it. Great show. They might try to overdo it if they brought it back, but I would like to see that. If I had to bring back a show from the past with maybe the same casting alive today, which many of them aren't, or even if they tried to remake it, all in the family. I want to see those cutting-edge topics hit today's TV airway. That would be great. The shit that they said some years back. It would not fly. Oh, wow. that's the beauty of it. <laughs> you, man. And Donald Trump is meeting. Oh, I love it. But then you look at like Family Guy and South Park, and they do all that shit because it's like cartoons. Like they get right, away yeah, with it. Yeah, they get away with it because it's cartoons. Like I like don't the know, one but where Saturday Live does. That's because, in essence, it's well, it's satire. You shouldn't take it too seriously. Is how they get away right. with it. I think it's bullshit. Um. Totally lost my train of thought. Oh, the Family Guy <laughs> episode. And here's how, how bad Family Guy gets. Uh, they had an episode, and they did one of those sequences where they pull away from the episode and do a little funny something. Mm-hmm. It was Jesus, and he calls God, his dad. And he says, Dad, me and Mom won't get along this weekend. Can I come home and stay with you? And he looks, and God's in bed with some chick. He's like, mm, really kind of busy this weekend, kid. No offense, I'd love to see you, but this isn't the best weekend. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man. I love oh. Stewie. I love Stewie. I like Brian and Stewie. And Peter. I think we need to get Seth on this show. What to have intercourse with you? Ugh. Oh. Yeah, you know, you, you said that um, Jessica might be able to give us a connection before I oh. asked her to stay in my basement. Good Lord. I mean, when he talks, he just sounds like Brian, the dog. Yes. He's just funny when he speaks. That's pretty awesome. Are you tripping scores? <laughs> no. I mean, oh my yeah. god! All I see is Kanye West out of the side of my computer screen. Like, hey, hey, America! You know what? Oh, he Lord. finally he finally did the right thing, and like he gave Trump the big thumbs up. Now he's like relevant again. So I, I don't know. I'm not a fan. He's off his rocker. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's a maniac, legit. <laughs> legit. Legitness. I am checking scores, and if you're watching Monday Night Football, we're coming up on the halftime. Uh, Broncos and Chiefs tied at 10. Chiefs coming at 3-0. Broncos currently have the ball at the Chiefs 23-yard line, 45 seconds left first half. Their score up to three. And the Sixers preseason. 120-114 to 114 winners. So oh, excited for basketball pre- season. Preseason Sixers. Preseason Sixers. Anyway. <laughs> wow. That's almost as bad as... Uh, I am sports out. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll tell you what, you survived 40 minutes of hockey talk. I love you, I tell you. I love you. You're getting a raise, so whatever you make yeah. now, double it. 
Thank you. I'm just looking at this. Louis C.K. got all claps and no boos at his last comedy show. What do you make of that? That's, I I guess, a nice turnaround from where he was. No one's hating on him. (laughs) So we just got, you know, I love, this is the beauty of social media, when you get instant updates. So I got a, a... comment from Mark on our post about tonight's show. Mark said it was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for letting me geek out. And yes, Jeanette McCurdy was totally asking for you. I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! Hot damn! My night is oh, made! Oh, Lord. She is like 12. <laughs> She's not 12 anymore. She's like 20. 21 or something. Good Lord. <sighs> well, and your point, ooh, whatever. It's like don't say that on radio. No, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, Mike was like, "Oh my God, Selena Gomez, she's so hot." I'm like, what the hell? She is Disney stars. Yeah, they, they were Disney up. stars. Now they're grown women. They they got to fend for themselves. They are. Oh, they're growing up, and I feel it's old. Not, okay, it's not your problem anymore. Oh my God, it's you know not what your I problem. thought. Was a no mind. No, you gonna say it? <laughs> no, go ahead. Come on. Come on. You're um, in now. You know better. I heard that. Uh, what was your um? Let's say. <laughs> what was your favorite song in high school? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I can't remember back that far. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Wow, favorite song in high school. A favorite guilty pleasure song in high school. Let's put it that way. What song did you have to play to seem cool in front of a chick? That let let's put it like that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, in high school. All right. Um, you had to kind of dig Toto. You had to like Toto tunes, like Africa from Toto. That was like more They're not like, a one-hit wonder? Kind of. They had an album. But when you're in a car, and that in Asia, like, um, Heat of a Moment from Asia was kind of a gay song, but a, a good song. You look at it now. Heat of the Moment? Yeah, it was corny. But that was my generation, 80s. Yeah. You can laugh all you want, but like, when you're trying to get your hand down the back of some girl's pants, it's the Heat of the Moment. What the hell is going on here? The moment. We have derailed. Again. <laughs> we always get so far off topic. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I was into some weird stuff. Um, I remember, like, boys to men, like, always just being, like, there. It's so <laughs> In my formative hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Hey. Reminder, I got to ask you this question today, Jewel Titty. Very important. Did you wake up Billy Joe? Wake me up when September ends. Did you, did you wake <laughs> that bastard up today? No. Pretty bit. I remembered it like around 1130 this morning. I was sitting down. I got lunch and I'm eating the sandwich. I'm like, oh shit. Got to wake up Billy Joe. I'm a sure Dude. Well, I always do this at the first of every month. I don't know why. I must have saw it on Sesame Street when I was young. The first of every month, I try to wake up, and the first words out of your mouth have to be rabbit, rabbit. 
and that will give you good luck the whole month long. So every morning on the first, I wake up and I'm like, rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> Did you ever hear wow. this? I'd rather have bad superstitious. luck. I don't know if I told I you this. Oh, my. It, it's oh, a man. sports thing, too. My God. It is I, a sports I told thing. You. I told I you it was the Super not. Bowl. I, did, I didn't go out of the house. I sat in the same chair. The Eagles light was on. I didn't move. Everything was the same. Mark talked about flicking the helmets. The helmets were part of the good luck. I swear to God. I, I got my underdog plushie. I have to get my underdog plushie to my dad, though, because that, that brought him good luck. He was, like, kissing it <laughs> on the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, wow. it's definitely good luck. <laughs> if you say so. Let's talk about this. We sure did. And, you know, again, tears crying. I couldn't be happier. Let me hit you with this topic real quickly because this actually affected me. This hit my home. And when a topic hits your house, you have to talk about it on the air. (gasps) All right? (laughs) This hit me home. National Geographic going on next door. After a recent lineup change and a canceled tour due to drummer, drummer Travis Barker's health issues, are we seeing the end of Blink-182? Were you supposed to see them? Yes, and that's why I said it hit home. And you know why? Because they, they're advertising the Vegas shows, but they blocked comments on their Facebook page. People are saying, don't buy tickets. They're not coming. They're canceling shows all over. But there's an ad for Vegas shows, and, and people are bitching about them trying to sell tickets to a show that's not going to happen. That's odd. I mean, first of all, wasn't – wait, not Mark, Tom. He was, like, off his rocker talking about, like, aliens and mm-hmm. shit. Yes. Yes. And, and now Travis he's not with Barker, Travis Barker could drum for the rest of his goddamn life. Like, seriously, I – him and Eminem should go on tour together, Travis Barker and Eminem, and create like a whole worldwide tour because I would go see that. Yeah, you're a Travis Barker guy. I am a Travis Barker guy. Apparently, he has um, blood clots in his arms. Oh. Yeah, and the doctor said if he right, they said if he plays excessively, they will possibly burst, and then he could die from that. I, I was Is he shocked. On drugs? <laughs> What's he asking me for? Let me ask. I don't know. Oh, oh come here. Does drugs cause no. blood clots in your arms? I don't know. I got a windows. You're talking to the guy whose cholesterol is through the roof, and I get yelled at every time. But yeah, I got tickets. I bought my wife tickets for her birthday to go see them in Atlantic City. We were going to spend the night down there and everything. Got tickets all lined up. A couple of days before they canceled uh, the whole tour. And, I said Travis has arm issues, but they cancel a lot of tours. I don't know how familiar you are with this, but to me, it seems like a band that's not going to get it back. It seems like too many this fans are now alienated. A Lauren Hill situation. Lauren Hill cancels all the time. So is Kanye West. All the time. <laughs> Jesus, that's horrible. It's not like it's you like need the money. Like you're playing right. 182. Well, you, you know, know who I, mean, I feel are the new Blink-182? Freaking 21 Pilots. They are some talented kids, those guys. Yeah, I and love their them. Tickets, their tickets go for so much money. They're so high. Really? They sold out in, they sold out in minutes, and people had their tickets on StubHub and all for three and $400 a piece. 
Dan, you know who else sold out really, really quick before he even got big was MGK. I tried to take my nephew like three years ago to see MGK, and he, he like sold out in a minute. Like, I don't know. These kids just know what they like. I am not a fan of MGK. Well, not contribute to that. Um, but the newer bands, and again, we know my favorite, Fred Von Fleet. They play locally. Awesome. They are incredible. They sold out in minutes. Those kids are awesome. They're so talented, and I, I get pissed because everybody's like, it's a Led Zeppelin knockoff. Go to the shows and watch these kids freeform and play solos. Uh-huh. It's not a Zeppelin wannabe band. These kids are good. If you ever say I'm going because they are freaking good. I heard them on the radio today. Yeah, oh, they're they're excellent, and I'd love to see them come back. If they come back around, they got to play a bigger arena, though, because the Electric Factory, which is now no longer an Electric Factory, too tight. Too tight for a band that was going to have that kind of draw. Uh, speaking of bands that are coming to town, I need a serious commitment from you on the air, so hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people can hear you commit to it so they can call you out on it. November, the Due South is playing Philadelphia. Are Woo! we going? The Dead South, not the Due South, sorry, the Dead South. <laughs> the Due South is coming to Due Philadelphia. South? Dead South, are we doing it? Dead South, we have to get tickets like Friday. Like, They're like 20 bucks. They're oh my 20 God. bucks. I will be there with bells on. Freaking love that band. And they are going to sell out. Oh, they definitely are. I'll have to tell you who else wants to go to see the Dead South. Our main man, John Regis from the Stoop. He's like, dude, are we going to see the Dead South? I'm like, what do you know about that South? He's like, I know you had him on the show after I went off the air. Wasn't too happy about it. Oh, he was. Holy he would love that. Oh, he was like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's South. Oh, I'd love to see them. They're awesome. They were on the stoop. Um, my first go around. Excellent band. Playing in Philadelphia in November. We're going to get. <laughs> Jules about to get her that's liquor stash wiped. What is up, Mike? <laughs> Mike's grabbing Mike the Devlin. Dead self. Dead self. Say woo. He just wants a drink. He's had enough of us. He hates us. He just needs he a drink. He hates us. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in the studio. He shows us hatred. He showed me dead self, though. Like, he made me a fan. So, props to Mike Devlin. <laughs> yeah, good call. I Wonderful like them band. a lot. They're coming. Uh, it's a little over a month. I think it's November. I'm going to say 18th. I could be wrong on that day. Um, 21st? Is that closer? That's like closer Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope it's got to watch it because Fortnite fits in there somewhere. My annual holiday party. I hope it's not the same night. No, I think it's 13th. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. We have to get tickets to like ASAP. Yeah, I like to see the Dead South. Great, great band. Uh, I was about to bring up a subject and then I forgot because that's what I do here. <laughs> I drink myself into oblivion. Really interrupted. It's fine. No, no, it's good. I'm really interrupted. <laughs> It had something to do with, like, Mike and Dead South and John Reyes. Oh, and... Anyone knows. Uh, dude, I have, like, uh, two hermit crabs that are latched to each other. I saw that. That's kinky <laughs> they're, shit. They're getting pissed. And they make noise. Do you know hermit crabs make noise? They croak. I don't know if you can hear it, but they're going, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so if anyone has any <laughs> tips... um. I think I'm going to have some hermit crab babies tonight. Wow. Get some. 
Hermocrats be getting some. Let's talk about this. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's wrong with me? That's nice. So the uh, video I made for the show here, I always do a little live video on Facebook. My brother told me I look like the Philly mascot, which I assume he means gritty. Thank you. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's family love for you right there. When I Googled gritty, it actually came up gritty Halloween costume. Stop it. Did it really? Shit. Oh, yeah. Not as good as my retirement, but guess, guess I'm going to work tomorrow. Fuckers. Oh, I have to tell you, I went to um, Mealy's in Fairless Hills yesterday for the right Justice for my house. Yeah, Justice Rescue. So everyone go check them out because they do great things for animals in need. And um, there, there was a whole smorgasbord of um, superheroes, and there was a Wonder Woman attending and oh, she yeah. had a shield and a sword and my uncle was there and he's like you know what kid that should have been you <laughs> all right like, thank you uncle <laughs> you are you are wonder woman you are our version of wonder woman if you've never seen joel tady in a wonder woman costume i'm gonna keep it pg because again sister from another mister but yeah that woman Made to be Wonder Woman, Joel Tatey. Oh God, no! I just love Wonder Woman. It's so fitting. So do I. This time of day. <laughs> time of day. Time of year. Thank you. <laughs> have a, have another sip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk My about. Leave me alone. That's right, it's your one. Let's talk about Wednesday night, because Wednesday night is not your night off, and we are bringing the heat Wednesday night. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, listen to act that has ever come on our show. Wednesday night for the third time, we bring back singer, fashion guru, and now book author, co-author of the book, I Don't Care, Aaron Paul, on the show Wednesday. Woo! I'm in. Oh I my love God. I love, I love Aaron so Paul. He is so great. He, uh, you know, again, in the modern generation where everything is accepted, but people still bust on you. I had somebody way back say, oh, that guy is so gay. I don't care. Aaron is electric. Aaron is life. He is alive. He makes me smile ear to ear when he's on the show. He's so great. He is so great. I love every ounce of him. He's coming back Wednesday night. We're going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about his current fashion status because the guy is a fashion aficionado. Always dressed to the tea. I met him at the Keswick Theater. We had coffee at the Keswick Coffee House. We had an interview with him. I took pictures with him. Great. You want to talk about a guy who makes you believe in life and makes you want to get up and do things and experience great things. Tune in Wednesday night. Aaron Paul. Fantastic. Jewel, how excited are you for Aaron Paul? I'm so excited. He truly is so wonderful. I think we talked about makeup for like 20 minutes the last interview. <laughs> Got some excellent tips. Um, he's just 
fabulous. I love him. And, um, yeah, we're going to talk all about his book. I'm super excited. And he's just a good time. So tune in Wednesday night. He is. He is. His appearances get so many hits and so many listens because he's just amazing. He's got so many fans. He's the kind of guy you really wish would reach that ultimate plateau because he deserves it. He's so great. He's so giving, too. He, When I messaged him and said, Aaron, we're going back. We're doing a new show. This is where you guys are. Come on. I want to come on. Just that quick. And he's great. Yep. He's so much fun. And that day when we met him in Glenside at the Keswick, he was up and down doing interviews with all different kind of people. People were pulling him left and right, taking him to fed the poor guy like crazy. He probably bloated himself to death because they were taking him, feeding him, buying him drinks, the whole nine yards. He's, he's electric. I love this guy. And you're going to want to tune in Wednesday. Also, Wednesday, October 3rd, is the appearance of Troy David Hendrickson at the Green Turtle in North Wales. I might have to miss the beginning, but I really, really want to attend. So, I mean, we need to do some live shows soon so we can get yeah. – maybe we'll have two in one. That would be amazing. We need to have an episode or do a live show with Troy and Aaron Paul. That would be the greatest show ever. We could have like a like a makeup off triangle. I mean, like – it could be a competition. <laughs> competition for the ages. Well, Troy drag does race. more of the, Troy <laughs> does the drag thing, and, and I made this comment to him one time. He looks he, he looks a little too pretty sometimes. Sometimes I got a couple of drinks, and I look at Troy, and I'm like, what's up? I'm like, oh, my God, Troy! <laughs> Damn it. He does. It's beautiful. He does. He's pretty. Uh, I I posted on his Facebook wall the other day, and I told him about this whole Mariah Carey, Michael Myers thing. It's not funny. What? I didn't hear of this. You haven't seen this? Like, all these people are saying, oh, Mariah Carey looks like Michael Myers. No, she doesn't. Not what? my Mariah. My Mariah is not looking like Michael Myers. Mariah Oh. <laughs> Did oh, I ever tell you my Michael Myers story? No, I get the feeling you're about to. <laughs> Forget it. It's fine. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Tell us. You got 10 minutes and 15 seconds. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I was in seventh grade, dressed as Snow White, a beautiful princess. <laughs> and my, sucks. my older sister was dressed in my schoolgirl uniform <laughs> from a Catholic school, and we went to a gas station. And it was Halloween night, very creepy, um, in the northeast section of the city. And all of a sudden, appeared in the nowhere <laughs> storyteller. He appeared yeah. in the rearview mirror. It was Michael Myers. I shit you not, it was dead Michael Myers, like dressed in the mechanic suit and all, with the crazy hair. And the mask and everything. My sister already paid for gas. We were in the gas station. She had to drive off without gas that she paid for. Because Michael Myers was standing in the rear of your mirror. Waiting for us to get out of the car. And I was crying. I was so scared. That really is the craziest story. I mean, it's... (laughs) 
it's crazy, but it's hilarious. Like, oh, you, you really do have some crazy stories. I swear to God. Part of the reason why I love you so much. You really have some it's horrifying. wild shit that goes on. It is, but it's funny, horrifying. What would you do? Like, legit, Michael Myers standing in the back of your car, like, just waiting for you. I don't know what I he had in his hand. I would have sprayed him with the gas and shit myself. But, like, I wanted the gas. Like, what the hell? can't agree on the Rangers. But we got the difference of opinions on Mark that says the Rangers are actually an up-and-coming team. I don't know about all that. We don't praise New York teams here. It's like praise the Cowboys. Oh, hell no. Man, I'll tell you what. This night flew by. Maybe because I'm shit-faced. Maybe because I'm so happy to see Joel when I wasn't supposed to, but... <laughs> RDM, let's touch base. Uh, Aaron Paul, Wednesday night fashion guru, singer, and now book author, Aaron Paul, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Make sure you check it out. He's great. I don't care what you like or don't like. You're going to listen because Aaron's excellent. A very big special thanks, huge thanks to a guy who now has Facebook turning with controversy. I love it. Mark Zamaro from the Burlington County Times and Broadcast Police. Thank you, Mark, so much for coming on and talking hockey with us tonight. Some people are disagreeing. Some people like the Rangers. Some people think the Penguins go to the Cup. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stir. So you did a good job, man. You got the stir. We like that. Uh, Mark, thanks so much. You're an awesome, dude. We uh, we love you. We love your family. You're a great man. We uh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight. That was great. I want to thank Miss Hostess with the Moses, sister from another Mr. Jewel. Katie, who just said, wait up, I'm logging in, I'll be there in a second, I'm hooking it up, and she's here, bam. I I was enjoying some scary movies, but I love being here on the stoop. Yeah, the Yo Show, (laughs) goddammit. I hate you now. Yo Show, affiliated, which was formerly the stoop. Yo Show on the Stoop Radio <laughs> Network, coming from Philly and bringing you the world. Affiliated. I don't know what I'm saying. Hashtag. Over. <laughs> Dude, speaking of hashtag, have you heard that Chick-fil-A commercial? No. Oh, my God. There's this Chick-fil-A commercial, and it's on the radio. And it's this bitch. I'm going to say bitch because <laughs> the commercial is just that bad. She's like, Good oh, Lord. This one, this next tweet comes out from our friend Tim, who's currently dining at Chick-fil-A. Hashtag din din, hashtag dinner night, hashtag dinner night out, hashtag dinner chicken, hashtag chicken for dinner, hashtag... It is the most annoying friggin' thing. She says hashtag like 76 times. It is so annoying. Oh my god. I don't use too many hashtags. I put hashtag Philly Radio a lot, because I feel like we are Philly Radio, and... I'm here to represent, so that's what I do. I did hashtag gritty tonight, so if you guys are following me on Instagram, follow Jeff on Instagram, JPShark1971. You're the best. You are the best. You nailed it. I don't even remember my own freaking name at this point. Awesome. She's the best, folks. At Joel Taney, at Jeff Perini, hit us up. Tell us what ticks you off. Really quick, We're here you're still for ranting pleasure. We are. If you're listening out there, Nick Stoutland, the guy who's a big Rangers fan, Nick Stoutland's, um, I think his relative is a uh, member of the Eagles coaching staff. So we'll have Nick on sometime. We'll talk 
about his experiences with uh, his family member being a member of the Eagles coaching staff and why they suck so bad. I'll be my night five off. Five minutes. Under five <laughs> minutes. What ticks me off? Real quick, Jill Tatey. You know what ticks me off? Coming back with five minutes to go. I always had the side of the ownership and the greaterness of sports. Players are nothing more than employees. They should keep their mouth shut. They shouldn't talk. They shouldn't act up the whole nine yards. Seattle Seahawks safety Earl Thomas, who did not have a new contract, that he wanted a new contract and threatened to hold out. And the Seahawks told him, get into camp if you want to get paid, shows up without a new contract. Earl Thomas is going to be the bigger man, and he's going to play football. Without a contract, without a new deal, no trade, no nothing, goes back to Seattle where he has been a mainstay through Super Bowl years and this team being great. Earl Thomas breaks his fucking leg yesterday during during a game. Breaks his leg without a new deal. They hook Earl onto the cut onto the, uh, the truck. They put him in an air cast or driving him back. On the way back, this guy takes one for every little employee out there that hates his boss. He turns to the Seahawks sideline and gives them the finger. As if to say, fuck you, Seattle, for making me play without a deal. Now I've got a broken leg. Now my career might be over. You know what ticks me off? Ownership that pushes around hardworking people that give them their heart and soul. People that bleed for your company. People that bleed to make you money. And you shit on them, and that is the circumstance. Earl Thomas had a broken leg. People bitch about Pittsburgh's Levy and Bell. Report. What's the big deal? You're getting $850,000 a game. Okay, what happens when Levy and Bell breaks his leg, does not play again, and the money runs out? F you, you don't know what it's like to be a pro athlete that can get hurt at any time, can get paralyzed, can break bones, can break body parts. It is serious. I know they make a lot of money. I know they're playing a game but it's dangerous. And right there, Earl Thomas is a prime example. He gives Seattle the finger, and people are bitching. No, Earl Thomas. Thumbs up, bud. You know what ticks me off? Ownership that does not appreciate their employees. Joel Tatey, what do you got? That's bullshit, number one. No, I don't agree with that at all. And you know what? It starts from the beginning. Like, you have to take care of your athletes. Even from four years old, three years old, you have to take care of your athletes, no matter who you are. I just watched this whole thing on Real Sports. You can go check it out. These strengthening coaches, like, don't give a shit. Like, they should be in training. They should take care of their players. 30 players have died since, like, 2000, just working out with two-a-days and pushing them to the limits. That's bullshit. If that was my kid, oh, my God. Oh my God! It's my just Jesus Christ. terrible. It's terrible. It, it just shouldn't happen. Um, a lot of it uh, occurs with the sickle cell trait, and coaches don't even know what to do with players who have the sickle cell trait, which is rampant in college sports. So get your shit together. Take care of your athletes. Treat them like they were your own children. Maybe we might get somewhere. We got the uh, 90 second lead in from the British Voice Women. So we are about to call it a night here on the, on the Yo Show, the Yo Show second version of the Yo Show right here on the Super Radio Network. I would like to thank Mark Zamaro again for coming on the talking hockey with us. I'd like to thank Jewel Tatey for being just the absolute best. And Jeff the Shark Carini reminding you don't be a douche.
And be nice to people, even the shitty ones. Be nice to people, even the shitty ones. Like my man Earl Thomas, give him the finger. All right, <laughs> folks, thank you again for tuning in to your show. Do not forget, Wednesday night, I'm telling you, this is big. It's worth every second. Aaron Paul, Wednesday night. Thank you so much for this tonight. Jewel Tatey, Jeff the Shark Perini. Have yourselves a great night. And bye-bye.